Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is Chris, and this is the Herf House Podcast. We are on location once again at the Big Ash Cigar Lounge in Hopewell, New York. And I'm sitting here from left to right. Chris Andrade, a.k.a. Chris Reels. How you doing? Uh, center, directly across from me, is Lamont Pearson, a.k.a. Big Booty Butt Smacker or Snatcher. Which, uh, which one? Knocker. Doing? Knocker. All right, Knocker. Big <laughs> He said nut knocker. <laughs> and on my uh, right hand side is Mark Morgan, aka Knockout. And hello, everybody. How's everybody doing this week? Good, man. Good. So let's start off. Let's talk about real quick. Let's get into some cigar talk and talk about cigars we smoked this week and how many of them. Mm. See who has the bigger addiction at the table. Oh, I ain't beating me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start off with Chris. Go ahead. And um, actually, I, I didn't smoke too many this week. I probably had a total of like five. The weather wasn't that great. Um, couple car rides, so that's when I smoked. But um, yeah, I didn't really smoke that many. I didn't really smoke that many. Um, Mont, bro, which ones did you smoke? Oh, uh, I do. I do have a few that um, I was going to bring up as far as discussions, but I smoked a JFR cigar. <laughs> And um, I, 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 I would probably rate it as a six on a scale of one through ten. And I hope I'm not offending JFR, but the cigar was um, I mean, you could feel the burn from it when you smoked it. It didn't. It, it tastes more like ash than actual tobacco. Maybe it was just that individual stick, but it didn't didn't taste that good. Um, I did smoke a. Uh, a Casa Fernandez cigar. Now, I never heard of this cigar before. Actually, one of my coworkers gave it to me. Um, and this was a really good cigar. It was unexpected. Um, I don't know the price point. I don't know anything about it other than, um, like I said, my coworker Gary from work offered it to me, and I smoked it. It was really good smoke, tasted well, smoked well, burned fantastic. That's a really good cigar. I'd recommend it. But that was pretty much it. And then, of course, my... Um, my usuals, my go-tos, the blind man cigars, which I wanted to smoke one today, but the shop is out. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody need to order more. <laughs> um, first of all, I would like to compliment you on these uh, matches that you just gave me. Uh, these are some really good cigar matches. They're long. Mm -hmm. They're long, and you don't get that sulfur smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where you got these from, but, you know, you have to tell me. I will let you know. Uh, my girl got them for me. All right. I have yeah. to talk with her. But um, I smoked a cigar this week that was amazing. It was recommended to me by uh, two guys at the shop. Um, my man, Eric comes here to the shop and um man truck and it's uh by cool avana it's called the punisher and uh it's a nicaraguan habano wrapper the binder is a nicaraguan and the filler is honduran and uh it's a bellicoso about a six by 52 full body but it told me that it's spicy and you know Usually, you know, some cigars will have like a, a, a spicy note. This was actually spicy like a habanero. Oh, wow. Yeah, like it It was like almost like eating a, a, a 
buffalo wing or something <laughs> like it actually left your um my lips like a little burning and everything on your tongue like it is not an everyday smoke his full body and the peppery notes it goes away after a while you know after you get about halfway close to halfway quarter through the stick it starts to go away and then the rest of the smoke is uh it's a really good smoke but uh it is definitely a once in a once in a while smoke and probably like after dinner if you're chilling and having a sip of uh some bourbon or some whiskey but i mean it was it was a different experience and it was it was really good we have some in the shop here and uh yeah it's uh if you guys have a opportunity if you like you know hot food that's probably it's kind of cool to try out awesome mark well i didn't smoke a whole lot um i usually get most of my smoking on in the weekend so um when I did smoke, I had my, my go-to, Alec Bradley Max. Um, right now, I'm actually smoking uh, an oldie but goodie for me. It's uh, Rocky Patel Sumatra. Uh, it's a full body. It does have a little spicy flavor um, to it also. Um, it's from the uh, Edge brands of Rocky Patel. It is a mix of Nicaraguan and Honduran. Um, it has the uh, Nicaraguan binder and then uh, rolled in the Sumatra wrapper. Highly recommended. Very affordable. It is on a lower lower range of the price scale when it comes to uh, cigar smoking. But um, it smokes with the best of them. So sometimes it doesn't really matter what the price is uh, if the quality is good. Yes. Great point. Cool. I had, uh, which is a very, a very, very sexy cigar. I had a Chillin' Moose 2, <laughs> which is my go-to. Uh, <laughs> little inside joke. I bet that shit was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> which is a little inside joke there. Um, uh, this week, I had quite a few, but the two that kind of stood out is I had a uh, Rocky Patel Broadleaf, which is a... Uh, a, I believe a Nicaraguan leaf, which is very good, very mild cigar. And I had a Camacho. Oh, uh, throwback, Mike Ditka, which is a, uh, which is a pretty okay. I do like the Camachos, the, their scorpion line and all that. But uh, this was a Mike, Mike Ditka's brand or of cigar, which was really good. But other than that, it was a for me. It was not a long. Uh, week of smoking usually i do one for a ride home and i didn't do that my usual routine with that uh with the smoking today so i think i gotta catch up on that let's talk about that that. i think that's pretty brave of you to um admit to the public that you had a mike dicker in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) listen hey <laughs> I see what you, I see what you did there. Yeah. I mean, I find that offensive and judgmental as a uh, a uh, non-binary Latino uh, uh, African Latino. Uh, I find that very uh, offensive, and I'm insulted. So I'll go cry later. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I thought, I thought we, we got a lot of feedback from the snapping last week. So. <laughs> yeah, true. Jump started. That's true. Jump started. Get right in. <laughs> Let's talk about frequency. I mean, how how often do you guys uh, indulge in your cigars on a regular week? Who do you want to start with? Me? 
Uh, yeah, we can go right to left. Um, probably uh, five days a week. I have one, one about every day. Weekends, I, tend, I may have one or two, but I usually do one a week. Right. One a day for, for a week. Knockout? I usually go, uh, like I said, <clears throat> weekends, kind of kind of go hard. So maybe Thursday nights I have one because I'm here working. Um, once in a while I could just chill without without having one. But definitely Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I get I probably get two a day in each, yeah. each one of those days. So um, this one, I'm on my second one because, uh, as I said off air earlier, my friend Alec Bradley and I put together a grill this morning. <laughs> so um, nice. This is this is my second one, and I'm working tonight. So nice. Might be a four cigar day. Mm. I, I don't smoke as much as you guys. I try. I tend to smoke on occasion, and um, keep it limited to. Not to play. <laughs> I smoke every day, like <laughs> three or four cigars a day. So at least you know. So yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I really believe. Um, I know for myself in this weather, it's definitely going to pick up the amount of cigars that um that I'm going to smoke. I mean, good weather, you know, hanging out back in the in the yard or even on the porch. I mean, you, you just can't help but light up a cigar. So during the winter, it's probably like three to five a week. Um, once the summer hits, to your point, it's probably daily, and, and with a couple or multiple on the weekends. So uh, I'm gonna apologize to my lungs in advance, but um, yeah, it's time to smoke. Yeah, um, especially sorry. with uh, barbecue season coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, gotta have a cigar when you grill. Gotta have a cigar when you grill. 100. percent That's man code right there. <laughs> Go ahead, Lamont. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, no, I interrupted you. My bad. Um, and I was gonna ask you guys how that. Uh, it's the first time I had this uh, Japanese whiskey, Suntory whiskey, and uh, I really liked it. So I shared it with you guys. What do you guys think about the taste? I like it. I've had it before. Uh, my brother had uh, about a couple of years ago. We got drunk off a bottle of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. I do like it. Yeah, I was a little weary of it because it, you know, I'm used to seeing like a dark brown tint. Yep. To the whiskeys or bourbons, and this one here, you know, has a yellow tint. And uh, but it's good. It's really good. Smooth. Yeah, I feel like it's it's smooth. Very smooth. It's no. It's not a strong bite. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't give you a bitter bitter face or anything. Um, yeah, definitely. I had a little taste last night, so uh, this is a nice chaser. Do you guys have a uh, to go to whiskey you drink with usually when you're smoking? Mine is usually either Buffalo Trace or mm. like Bullet Bourbon. Mm. Is usually my to go. Is it Bullet or Bullier or Bullet? Bullet. Uh? Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I don't mm-hmm. know which one was correct. Well, if you're bougie, you say bullet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bougie people say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I like both of those. I'm kind of like all over the place, you know, what I uh, taste now when it comes to that. But uh, I would say I really enjoy like chilling out with uh, like a, a Johnny Walker Double Black mm. is one of my favorites. Mm. I'm all over the place. I jump around. You know what I'm saying? I usually drink whatever Lamont brings. <laughs> and if Lamont's not here, I drink what Marlon brings. Mm-hmm. And then if, if Marlon's not here, I, I drink what Kevin brings. <laughs> and um, then once in a while, I'll bring, you know, a variety 
I bring a variety. I'm not I'm not gonna uh, sell out to one particular brand because they ain't give me my propers yet. You know I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting. <laughs> I'm not getting royalties. I'm waiting for my royalties to come through. <laughs> waiting for the free bottle to come back. But yeah, shout out, shout out to all the all the everybody that brings in bottles. You know, truck, Eric. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys. Chris? Communal. Oh man, um you guys know I don't I don't I I'm the I'm probably like the novice in comparison to you guys. You guys are are much more versed in the world of bourbons and scotches, but the one drink that that I am like I need to have this drink with a cigar when when I'm in that mood. It's the one that I always talk about. You guys been over the house, you probably had it with me before, but it's the Belvini. Specifically the Caribbean case, fourteen year old single malt. Um, that's just been my favorite uh drink that that complements almost every cigar that I've smoked. Um great flavor, great taste, um on the rocks or just as is. Can't go wrong with it. So I had a little last night. That same thing. Did you? Kevin. Kevin called me over to his crib nice. and uh drank that. That's why I'm a little Trying to get my faculties together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you was drink drinking. I was drink you drinking. drinking. Yeah. yeah, when I came in, I like to like thank you. you. I, I like to thank you and Kevin for the invite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I, I agree. I didn't get that invite. I, I mean, was I was Kevin, invited. Kevin, I don't. Kevin told me he had things to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, you're Friday. king of the no invites. Me? You are king of the king no invites. No inv- Hashtag no invite. That's what it started from you. No, I started it because I was saying that about him. He just takes my jokes and flips you them back the on me. king of the no invites. Are you no kidding? Invite. Making all that delicious food and posting pictures on social yeah, media. Yeah, like throwing parties and stuff and be like, yo, no invite. And hey, he throws it on social media. I just want to know, does your grill come with adobo? Oh, I just always it, adobo. Oh, it's, it's every every Wait. picture has well, adobo. Yeah, hey, go get the apple sauce. Put some adobo on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a I fabricated a little shelf under my grill, and the adobo just sits right there, so I can just have oh, quick access was, to it. I thought it was stuck on top of the uh, grill. <laughs> it melted. It melted <laughs> on the grill. Every picture has a bottle of adobo on no, the not left, a, right? Not a normal <laughs> size bottle. It's not, not a normal size. Sam's, Sam's, Sam's Club, Club version. Sam's Club. <laughs> Sam's Club it takes two hands. It. Takes yeah. two hands to pour, pour it over the meats. Yeah. That hey, that it's hey. me, man. It's adobo. When you when you're Puerto Rican and Dominican descent, that's your go-to. You ever thinking of making your own? My own adobo. I did it once. Did you? Yeah. No, it actually, tastes a little better. Really? Yeah. You can even get a recipe online. Steel Dobo? What'd you call it? <laughs> called it Odobi. Old Dirty. Odobi. It's like McDowell's. <laughs> you call it Adobe? Yeah. Is that a is that a flash player on your on your grill? Yeah. Adobe. I think that was taken. <laughs> he said he could. It's like McDowell's. It's like McDowell's. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> But, drafts, uh, drafts. What's going on with the drafts? Whose team is looking good? Who's feeling good about their draft picks? Justin Fields, baby, Chicago Bears. All right, about to okay. get it, Bobby. All right, Miami, Waddle, baby, Waddle. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? That's a good one. You know, I just like to make it happen. Hey, uh, Dallas Cowboys, hey, Super Bowl uh, champions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five time, six. Go Come in six, six time. Yeah, give me delete that part. Try to stay current. Cowboys still play? They yeah. yeah. I think they they play uh Beacon High next week. I don't know. It's just it's, it's, it's a sad place we're in, but I'm excited about the Mika Parsons pickup. 
I think he'll he'll do well. Um, yeah, he looks good. They made the right choices on paper in terms of uh, bulking up the defense, and they also picked up an old lineman in the later rounds. Um, but you know how that is. I mean, it's it's not an easy transition from college to the NFL. So we and we've seen that over and over again. And then ironically enough, you know, you have your fourth and fifth rounders that become arguably the best players in the NFL, like a Tom Brady and such. But um, so it was a fun time, it was an excited time to see. Did you see uh, there was a, I guess, a uh, podcast with uh, Tom Brady, Kevin Hart, and uh, Mark Wahlberg and some other people? And Tom Brady, <laughs> when they introduced Tom Brady, he goes, oh, um, I guess we couldn't get the rock, so Kevin decided to sit in. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin Hart just told he was like, I'm not a fan. I basically saying I'm not a fan. I don't think you're anything. You know what? You want to impress me? Go to Detroit and win a Super Bowl. Ooh. <laughs> he told Tom Brady. He told Tom Brady said, "Go to Detroit and win a Super Bowl. If you do it that, then I'll be a fan." Was that before? But I'm not impressed. That was after uh, Brady said that to him. No, was that was before? it after he went to Tampa? Tampa, yeah, yeah it was. Before yeah, no, that. no, it was yeah, the podcast was like a couple of days ago. Oh, he man. just told him because yeah. I'm not impressed. I, I'm not <laughs> impressed. I think it was all rigged. I think it was all real. <laughs> I, I don't. What, what do y'all think about Aaron Rodgers? Is he bluffing or what's going on? Oh no, he's gone. He's gone to host Jeopardy or or just yeah, gone, gone. No, no, he's, he's going to host he gone Jeopardy. or gone, gone. No, he's he's, he's going to the Brooklyn Nets for the finals. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, about those that. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Another <laughs> MVP for the Nets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nah, Stacking I, up MVPs because he. You already heard between him and Russell Wilson. You already heard that they were both disgruntled. And, and, you know, it's it's crazy because, like, these – I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm a huge fan of seeing players get as much as they can while they're playing because, you know, once, they're, once they start to diminish in performance, they start they, – they, they, these guys get cut off and they, their careers get thrown out the window like, like they weren't anything. So I don't – don't begrudge the athletes going after their money. But as a quarterback – you got to remember, just just like um, Mahomes, like right now, you know, he's got that insane contract. You're not going to be able to surround yourself with talent, you know, and I think that's what happened with Russell. I'm pretty sure that's what happened in Green Bay. So both those guys, I mean, Russell, Green, Green Bay had a good season. It was they dis- did. They had it was a great disappointing season. in the playoffs, they but, but they had a good season. They had a great he's, season, he's but they had a lousy sour, defense. They had a lousy more defense. sour over the a QB being picked in the first round last year, he still ain't really get over that. That's so. true too. You're that's, right about that's that. What his sour grapes, and, is and all he about. And, and he's got like a little bit of a arrogance to him too. So I can yeah, see he that. Has a lot of arrogance. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of but to your point, it, it it's hard. You know, when when the pl- one player on the team makes a third of salary cap, yeah. You know, you can't really do much around that. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the. Uh, the beauty of uh and I like you said is it's uh you want to get the most you know money that you can when um when you can and uh, but it's it's also hard because like you said as quarterbacks they take up a third of the salary or whatever yep. but you had like Tom Brady who took these pay cuts so that they can keep you know players around him I think he even got mad the one year he's like I'm taking pay cuts and you guys aren't getting you know the talent around me and they went and got Randy Moss, and they had the undefeated season to the playoffs. I mean, to the Super Bowl. But you know, it's, it's it's a hard you know line, I guess. You know, you want to make the most money as you can, but also you know when you start to maximize that salary, then it's you know especially there's so many people on a football team, it's hard to you know pay everyone else. You know when you're you know getting so much. 
Isn't that why Tom Brady left? Because they, he was taking those pay cuts and then finally wanted to start getting paid, and they were like, no. I don't know if he got anything crazy from Tampa. Yeah. I think it was just think like, was right, I'm, I'm going to win without Belichick. You know Actually, what I'm saying? I, I think it's also what you was talking about with um, Aaron, because I think he was a little salty with the Jimmy Garoppolo thing because they were kind of trying to push him out and, um, you know, start to, uh, you know, uh, bring uh, Jimmy along. And I think he felt slighted with that. You know, um, you know, because he wanted to keep playing. You know, he's forty something years old, and he wanted to keep playing. And they were, you know, trying to make, you know, other moves. I think he's a little salty about that. So predictions? Any predictions this oh. early in the season? Oh, the Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl. Bears and, and that's seven. why they hate Cowboy fans. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> we we're, we're going all the way. We're, we're going all the way. All the way. Oh man, we need one more. Ring and we can have an infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> another ring, on, <clears throat> excuse me. Another ring on Chris's shirt. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is true. Um, so, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nothing. I'm just. Um, I've smoked Monte Cristos, but I've never had the Monte. So I was looking it up. So I just figured I'd share it. Like I got the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Copycat. It's a good cigar. Um, you can get it right here. Big ass cigars. It's uh, it's a Dominican tobacco uh, with a Nicaraguan wrap. Actually, it's Dominican Nicaraguan tobacco with a Ecuadorian wrap. So uh, it's a really good taste to it. Um, I actually thought there was like a a sweet taste to it. So I'm trying to find what ingredients is causing that. But um, the only thing that's that that reads in here is that the the fillers is what's causing that natural sweet taste. So uh, it's a good cigar. And that's here. Did you guys just started selling that? You had that before. I don't remember. Just started selling that. Yeah, we just got that. And another thing that also state that's especially to Chris that the uh, lighters here are not free. <laughs> just use them and you must put it back. Okay. <laughs> not free lighters. Right. <laughs> Going forward, they're not free. <laughs> from, from this point on, they are not free lighters. I'm gonna tape them. I'm gonna start taping them to a chain or lock them to a chain so. <laughs> to the table. To a cinder block, and yeah, carry it around, yeah, like gas station, like, yeah, yeah. keys, gas station bathroom, <laughs> bathroom, key. bathroom keys. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, did everybody see Captain America and Winter Soldier? I really yes. want to get into that. Yeah, let's do it, let's man. Do it. Let's do it. Do it. Who, do it. Who should I start with? AKA <laughs> Monstradamus. Hold on, look, before you, <clears throat> before you guys get into this. This is this is the part of the show where I recuse myself <laughs> <laughs> because I am Captain America. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm just gonna let you fine gentlemen talk about this topic. <laughs> That's awesome. <coughs> All right, Mon. What was your whole episode in general? The whole episode of season? Yeah. Just, no, the whole the, the final episode. The, see, the it was great. Yeah, show was great. Yeah. I have issues with the final episode, and it's not be- it, 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 really. Yeah, I, I do have some issues. I have a couple issues, but in you know, in the in the, in the really? grand scheme of things, I can nitpick it. But uh, uh, I, I didn't like the suit, but the suit was really, yeah. it was really, uh, uh, it was reminiscent of the of the original, comic, you know, original, you know, from the comics. So that's kind of my I, that's one of my things about it. I didn't like the suit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did do the reminisce with the headgear and all that. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing I didn't really like the way it, the headgear looked. But uh, so I didn't like the suit. Uh, 
the speech that he had um, when he was talking to the uh, the people who were doing the uh, what was that the refugee? Um, yeah. All right, all right. Were you looking at my notes? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little. It was good. It was a really good speech. I liked it, but um, I enjoyed it, and um, I just thought it was a little bit long, you know, on that. But um, uh, that was that was one thing, and um, the uh. I think they could have spent a little bit more time with the uh with the power broker you know um yeah. unraveling that and you yeah. know telling maybe what her um more of what her goal is or not even her goal but just you know more of like how she came about how she came to be you know but um there was a lot of things going on with the uh with the season and um all together but i thought that the last episode and the season they were great those are just like little nitpicking things i had at the end you know especially at the end when they you know, he had Isaiah, you know, go see the memorial inside the yeah. museum. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, I almost shed a tear with that. You know, yeah. when he hugged him and everything, that was it was amazing. It was great. Great to see. Chris? I, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, the thing is, it's it's a series. It's not like the movie where, like, you know, you're going to see, like, the like the best of the best in terms of um, action scenes, um, even, like, even, like, the storyline and, and, and um, you know, the writing, um, I, I, I've accepted that you're not going to get that from a series, but I think they did a heck of a job putting it together and following them up. I love getting to know both of their characters because they were they were folks that weren't really they weren't headliners, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was good to see that. Um, I agree with you guys. I, I, I felt like the I felt like the final costume was a little uh, you know a little hokey. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock it. I, I thought it was a good series, man. I thought it was a really good series. Sorry, knockout. <laughs> but um, and it just makes me look forward because Power Broker, um, in the comics, she actually she assembles um a whole entire new, uh, the the, uh, the army guy from Hulk. Yes, they assemble a, a right kind of like a Suicide Squad type. Yes, exactly. Thing. Kind of like a vigilante style kind of super uh, hero group, so so that's that's good to that knowing the that thunderbolts. That's yes, what it is. The thunder thunderbolt rocks. Yes. That's yeah, yes. thunderbolts. Yes. Thunderbolt exactly. Yeah. Thundercats. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's not that's not it. So yeah. I so I I like that. I like the way they they tied that in, they, and that's what they do well, right? They they just throw like a little a little bit in there to let you know here's the power broker, here's our introduction, and more to come. Um, and that's the thing that, that Marvel does fantastic, and I look forward to that. But I think it was well done. I don't really have much complaints. Well, I'm kind of on the, with Lamont on the, his, his take. I didn't care for the costume that much. Um, also, with the speech, if you lo- look at the, the whole scene, I mean, he comes in, spoilers, oh. he comes in with a, uh, with a dead body. Yeah. Lays it down in the middle of ground zero, mm-hmm. and yeah. then starts giving a speech over this body as everybody's <laughs> standing there debating. And he's debating with senators. Mm-hmm. I think the, the it should have been one more episode. I think that was rushed. Yes, with the fighting they rushed it. I would have loved to see Isaiah in that Senate hearing instead of the the girl uh, Carter's niece. Yes, yes. And then I didn't think about that, that. speech going on there, mm-hmm. and then you know because it looked like like to me it was like oh what. 
you just make a statue of Isaiah and he's fine. Yeah. You know, there's there's got to be some more repercussions or some yeah, more some explanation reckon, on what yeah. and some some apologies there for what they did mm-hmm. to him. But mm-hmm. I do like that part that they finally reckon they put him in the museum. But I think that whole Senate hearing where they pardoned Carter should have had him in there and they should have gave him some type of declaration or something to yeah. say, hey, we fucked up. We're sorry. For yeah, they locked him up for 30, 30 years. years. You know, See, yeah. I'm, I'm holding out because I feel like Isaiah's character, I, I think there's, I, I guess it's more of a hope, but I'm thinking that he's going to be more involved as the as the series continues, whether it's in this particular series or in another part, but I think that there's more of him to come. So that's kind of what I'm holding out for, and I, and I believe because of that, I'm like, I'm okay with what they did so far. I mean, yeah, there's a lot more that, behind his story, and I think that that's going to happen, you know, somewhere down the line. If it doesn't, then I would be equally disappointed at, at the lack of um, time that they that they spent on that character. And my also thing is with U.S. agent. In a matter of one minute, Bucky him became friends. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, oh, quoting Lincoln? Oh, yeah, I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this yeah. guy has a 30-second breakdown where he's remembering his friend that got killed, mm-hmm. and he's got the face like Jim Carrey and me, myself, Irene. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, now they're all buddy-buddy, and they're friends. And then the other thing, when they gave him his suit, he was like a kid who got uh, brand new clothes for school. Oh, mm-hmm. look, I'm back. Look, I'm back. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was a little fruity. It was a little fruity. That should yeah. have been a dark part because mm-hmm. his his character in the comic books was kind of dark. Yeah. He was the guy going around killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Captain America in the comic book had to finally come back and, you know, take the mantle back and defeat him mm-hmm. because of what he was doing. I think they just, I don't know if they rushed it because of the COVID thing, because a lot of the stuff with the Marvel uh, series had to be rushed and put together like in uh, uh, WandaVision. Uh, Dr. Strange was supposed to make an appearance, but mm-hmm. because of COVID, he was stuck in like Holland and he couldn't go there and they didn't want to do like a Skype type thing. Really? So they just condensed the episode and everything. So yeah. That's that's my issues. But other than that, I, I think it was a good, I would love to see more of uh, Bucky's, uh, him working through all his trauma, trying to make amends for what he did. Mm-hmm. I would love to have them uh, go more into the, the white wolf where they named him in Wakanda, the white wolf. Mm-hmm. See that. Yeah. But to you about Isaiah, I think they're thinking about giving that character a series like the first Captain America yeah. uh, dated back in World War One and everything. Exactly. And see exactly so that happened. So yeah, I think there's something supposed to be brewing with his um, son, Elijah, yeah. where he becomes um, the Patriot. You know, well, I think the, there's something the guy Torres that. in that yeah, movie, he becomes he beca- Falcon. In the comic books, he becomes Falcon yep. when... Uh, Falcon takes the shield and becomes Captain America. So you're going to see a lot of branch offs on that. But only thing I I would have loved it to be in one more episode because I had nothing to watch this Friday. True, because there was nothing on. Yeah. So as for the saying, man, I, I mean, the, they just had the last episode uh, yesterday. But yeah, you guys have to go back. You got to uh, binge watch that um, Invincible. That is a crazy. Invincible um, is crazy. Very. What's that available? On? What's huh? it available on? Amazon. Prime and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good. Um, I didn't know anything about the comic. I guess they said the comic came out in about twenty two thousand three, and uh, yeah, it's the same guy who made uh, The Walking Dead yeah. and um, Kirkland, and uh, it was yeah, it was it was really good. I think it's eight episodes. 
and um, give us it was really good. Give us, give us a chance to binge watch that. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. Alert, do, you know, I'm not gonna spoil anything for the, you. But what was the name of the main character? The guy in all white, the older. Omni Man was his name. I saw a clip of him talking about what happened to his home planet. Yeah, and I was like that, just raw and mm-hmm. just blood and guts and. Everything. Oh yeah, he's like is he he is a psychopath. Yeah, but uh. You know, and it seems like his, he's coming from a planet of psychopaths. That reminds me of The Boys. Yes. That one. Similar. Yeah. Similar, you know, same type of, uh, you know, Superman uh, type of character who, um, you know, what if Superman wasn't as, you know, all-American and, you know, as uh, a Boy Scout that he is, you know, one of those type of uh, stories, superhero stories. It was like that movie Brightburn. Yes. What, was, what if Superman he came to Earth and... Wasn't good. This is exactly yeah. Just started murdering people. Exactly this, you know, exactly that. It was it's a really good show. So yeah, you guys catch up on that. We could talk about that. But yeah, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Captain America now in the Winter Soldier. I liked it. It was really good. Uh, I appreciated what they did. You know, talking about race and you know um, how it felt. You know, different. You know, being a black man to carry the mantle of uh captain america um getting into the dynamics and the uh the um the issues that you know he was going through as far as uh um sam was going through with um you know taking up the mantle and coming to terms or you know having to reconcile some of the um issues that he has you know with america or with the way things are and um you know follow his own path i think that was a well done. It was great. Good yeah, to was, see. That was a good episode. Uh, Marvel's doing pretty well with their... DC has to catch up, but Marvel's doing pretty well with their... Uh, DC I, has to really I, I catch think, up. I yeah. think my biggest disappointment was that um, Bucky didn't holler at um, Falcon's uh, sister. That could be another... Like, that could be, you know what? That's going to be the White Wolf series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have a little... A uh, bunch of little karma wolves. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, it's with uh, nice. Nice. Uh, you were just talking about something and made me think of uh, something else. Ah, man, lost my train of thought. That's what happens what when was, you drink late. When you drink late and you get up before. late, you know. I'm trying to tell you, don't be a Kevin. <laughs> don't be a Kevin, man. <laughs> I'd like to say that this Sumatra's tasty, just for those of you who miss my voice. Mm. <laughs> Sounds it's like delicious. Barry White on the line. It's hey, delicious. Got the Billy D. Williams going on right now. I'm waiting for the Code 45 to come out. I tried that. That used to be my drink, as you all know, as mm-hmm. when we hang out. And mm-hmm. I actually tried that a couple of years ago, and I literally got sick. Serious? I couldn't. Wait, we had, we we had to take it back night. Couldn't yeah, handle that the was malt liquor. That you was couldn't handle the malt liquor. Code 45. Oh so, God. So for the audience, take it back night is when um we we take it back. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. We take it back and we buy uh, forty ounce beers. And wait, hold on. You're painting it too nice of a picture. It wasn't. It was taken back because it was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Who could drink the most forties of on uh, OE mm-hmm. that night? Mm-hmm. And you threw that added uh, thing in by not refrigerating them and just keeping <laughs> them in the cooler so they were room temperature. Uh-huh. That's the best way to drink them. My favorite game when we used to do 40s like that was uh, put on a song. Uh, Triumph was my was one of my favorite because it was a good six, seven-minute song. 
and you just sit there, one of your buddies, you have 340s, and the goal is to finish the 340s before that song is over. Well, I think that night we each finished two. Oh, God. Because I took one home, which I still had. I had recently just poured it. I put serious? on I put online that I drank it, but I didn't drink it. <laughs> I poured it out. And that was like three years ago. It's been sitting in oh, the that's refrigerator. That's a, there, that's a beer anything foul. Anything for the there gram. There was so much. <laughs> yeah, anything for the gram. There was so much settlement at the bottom of that. There was a thick ring of whatever separated out yeah. of that. Fermentation. That's the rock gut. <laughs> Rock gut sitting at the bottom. That's the that's the felonies going around. The <laughs> that's, that's the felonies. What was the first alcoholic beverage you had as a child or as a teen? Just the first time that alcohol ever touched you. Budweiser from my dad. Yeah, while we sat in his car. That back then you could drink and drive. So he was driving, had his little his tall boy, and he handed it to me. He wants some medicine. Want some medicine? <laughs> <laughs> Took a little slip. Nice. Back then you can drink. Knockout, what's your first? I don't think that was ever acceptable to drink and drive. I don't <laughs> that not even weird sure. We have to look that up. I, I think what he meant was the repercussions weren't as bad no, as No, there are. wasn't a law. In in the early seventies, there was no drunk driving law. Fact check you. Go ahead, fact checker. <laughs> fact checker, I don't care. You got to say it's uh, inappropriate con- content and ban me now. No, I'm just gonna say it's lies. No, in, and then in the early seventies, there was no. All your equipment. You could have open containers. You could drink on the corner. You could drink outside. There were no laws at that time for drunk driving. Exactly. They got laws because of my bag. father. <laughs> because of my father, they got laws in place. <laughs> Well, well, no, you could brown bag it. Well, well, to answer your question, um, it's it's weird that Steele brought up something like that because I believe my first taste was in my mama's womb. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because she said they really didn't say anything about drinking and smoking back in the 70s. Yeah, 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 I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so There's no Surgeon I, General I think we warning. used to party mm-hmm. back in 1973, oh, yeah. 74. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Came out. So came out drunk. That's, came that's out my, with beer. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. It's your fault, mama. It's your fault. Born with a hangover. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I, but they had um. They had like these guidelines. Like New York was actually the first one to implement this was, one. This was Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. All right. So fair enough. And, I, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're wrong. It, it wasn't. Lit- it wasn't like driving while intoxicated laws. It just had guidelines uh, for drink for drinking. Um. So they were talking, it, they weren't talking about like levels of alcohol and it had nothing like that. It was basically like, um, don't drink too much. You know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah, it's, it's, it's really all it's saying. It if I'm not mistaken, I yeah. think the age was 18. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, that, that 18 didn't change till 80s, mid 80s. I think I remember the, I remember the commercials, the yeah. drinking age is yeah, now then, yeah. 21. <clears throat> yeah, 1977 is when they um, really implemented DWI laws. That's why I was saying. I actually brought this up. I was talking about, the, about this yesterday. Is that um, my memories with my dad? They used to in Connecticut liquor stores are called package stores, and uh, they would just buy there, hang out in the parking lot of the liquor store, and just drink right there. And you know, cops didn't fuck with them. But now you can't do shit. That's like that. that's called the block in New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's um, called the block. Knockouts, first time. He just said in the womb. 
I'm I thought my, he was joking. That's, that's, that's my answer. That's I'm sticking to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Lamont, first time. Uh, first time. Yeah. Um, first time really drinking. You know, saying had. Uh, I think that's one of the only members memories I have. of My father. He gave me a sip of his beer when I was very very young. And then um, next time was uh, probably when I was like 11 or 12 years old, hanging out with you guys, <laughs> drinking a tall boy of old E. Yeah. That was my South Avenue. That was my introduction. Was yeah, it? behind South See? Avenue School. <laughs> you know, yeah, he was uh, hanging out by he the rockets in South Avenue. Nah, I was behind like no, that I mean, night, like attending. Yeah. Yep, I was in junior high school. I think just getting into junior yeah. high school. 11, yeah, 11, 12 years old. Yeah, we, we definitely um, we definitely didn't do right by people. Let's yeah. talk a little bit more about them Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> the Rockets behind South Africa. Oh, those Rockets could talk. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, we going to leave that alone. I remember yeah. one night we went drinking uh, down by, uh, what is that place? That synagogue right on uh, right off of Main Street. We were mm. in the bushes. Somebody who was underage drinking decided to bring the little kid they were babysitting with us drinking. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm gonna start bringing up your your stuff because you bring up a lot of my. Who's your babysitting, Gus? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no um, I was. It was my. Um, it was my oldest brother's girlfriend's son. Joey Rodriguez. Sister's which, brother's man. former roommate. Mailman. <laughs> we, we ain't asked for governments. Which he gonna hey, find you. He, he gonna like, find you be like, damn, I was wondering why I had this you, problem. You know why I was comfortable? Because as a Hispanic, Joey Rodriguez is probably 10 million people in this country. So, <laughs> so there's no harm, no foul. No need to change that name. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and I, the irony is he is now a police officer and um and uh, I think uh, well, let's zero in. Yeah, <laughs> let's zero in. What happened? Now there's now there's a hundred thousand police officers yeah. that, with that name. So what, but, what was yeah. the story? What happened? Well, no, it's just funny because he got we all got shit faced that day. Uh, I forgot who bought. We paid somebody to buy his fucking. Everybody had a fucking. We were drinking uh, Coquille nine hundred. Yes, and we hid in the bushes, and we were going to we were going to the movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right on Main Street, mm-hmm. and we just downed it. And then, you know, he's holding this little kid by the head, <laughs> staggering. Remember, Sam, Sammy's yelling, who got my brother drunk? Who got my brother drunk? I didn't say a word. It was <laughs> me. I think it was that guy. And then he punched somebody because of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That might be a podcast. Just tell <laughs> How Sammy old was you? How old was you then? Oh, my God. Yeah. I was probably 11 or 12 years old myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we the, the first time I I tasted like alcohol was I used to, my my dad used to have when he was living with us he used to have Miller Lights and um I would get him like the bottles remember like the small bottles of the Miller Lights and I don't even know if it was Miller Lights probably just Miller but I'd bring that to him he'd pop it open and my reward I guess was drinking some of the beer and I was like all right so but the time the first time that I actually drank like engaged in alcohol it was a house party in the in the projects to South Davies and um. We had like fifty people in that apartment. down there, and um, we were going we for lunch. But somebody you know, Pizza Hut, and back in the day when they had the personal pan pizzas, a bowl of fruit and um, and how disgusting! Everyone was ordering by the way. personal know, pan pizzas. Like, you, you know, literally and we had you know so many people. I'm like, well, why don't we just put our money together? Sherbet on top. I didn't have sherbet. I don't think I had sherbet. Pizza. And he was like, look at the girl who was taking everybody's order. Looked at but, me, um, and she I just saw them pouring the stupid beer, look and just kept going. Um, 
And I'm like, uh, why don't we get a couple of pies? Pizza ain't got pies. He said, what you talking about? Pizza ain't got pies. That's their business. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo. And she was like, they don't call pizza pies down there. You know what I'm saying? That's a New York term. They don't call pizza pies. And I'm like, well, what do y'all call it? We call it pizza. They say they call pizza. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, why are they doing that? And I'm watching, like, you know, Sammy's friends are Shame on having a blast. Shame, shame for shame. All right, shame on. <laughs> Went in Rome, and I drank it, and yeah, I felt it. I drink? really felt. I guess it. New York. So that, that, that sounds soda, like uh, soda. fruity to me. Pop, pop, pop. 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 Yeah, it's called popping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduction to fruity. Yeah, in uh, Ohio, call it pop. Usually lose the um, later yeah. ones with it or yeah. it breaks, mm-hmm. so then you just oh, just dip your cup in it. It's mm-hmm. fine. That was it. That was it. But that was the first time I, I, I touched that. Some 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 alcohol and then it was downhill from there. Oh my God, fruities! Oh yeah, man. God, yo, I, I didn't realize there's a lot of things that are New York, you know, and I, I live down south that other people don't know about. Like even um, take one of my mans um, from up, he's up Buffalo, he's from Buffalo, and then he didn't know what a fruity was. I think we were talking about it one night, like it was just common, and he's like, "Is that was like, yeah, you never had a fruity?" He's like. Yes, yeah, you get a forty. Mm-hmm. You drink it down to the label, mm-hmm. and you fill it back up with mm-hmm. um, wine you know, punch. the rest of it with fruit punch, or like whatever. wine punch. Wine you know, what I'm saying whatever. Babies. Yeah, fill it back up, and that's a fruity. You yeah. know, and yeah, it was surprising that you know so many people didn't know. Like we were killing forties back, and then and then was it Saint I stole the idea from us and started making yes. the forties. Yes. You know, flavored. You know, fruit yeah. punch flavored forties. Not, not the same. It wasn't not, the, not same. the same. It wasn't the same, mm-hmm. bro. One night we were uh, we were down at uh, our main street. We were all shit facing. I think it was you. You had a fruity in a uh, Koki 900 bottle. You sat it down, and the cop showed up, and you had it on the thing. Mm-hmm. The cop goes, what you drinking? That's my fruity. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's just fruit punch. I was like, it's in a 40-ounce <laughs> bottle, officer. <laughs> and the cop was like, okay, okay. I walked away. <laughs> but, yeah, fruities. I used to buy, I would buy a, a liter of orange juice yeah. from the mobile station. Mm-hmm. After that, and then pour the beer in it, so I could walk down Main Street just drinking the out of the orange juice container. Yeah, cops wouldn't say a word. <laughs> that was a broke Mosa. Yeah, broke Mosa. <laughs> broke Mosa. <laughs> but but to Lamont's point, there are a few things that's New York native to New York that like when you leave the state, like like uptowns, like Air Force Ones, they have no idea that it's called uptowns. Yeah, and I used to I travel. Know, yeah. I used to travel, you know, wherever, and I'd be like, yo, you know, check out those uptowns, and they were like, what are you talking about? Um, the uh, Incredible Hulk, the Hypnotic and Hennessy, like mm-hmm. th- that was something that I don't think um, was 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 normal outside of New York because people would look at me side eye when I would bring that up. Uh, it was a few different things. Yeah, uptowns. I used to say that down south, and they were like, they, they actually called sneakers tennis shoes, and um, like all sneakers are like called tennis shoes unless you know they high tops or something. They low tops, they call them tennis shoes, and mm-hmm. uh, oh man, they used to call. It had another name for for Uptowns. I, was, I tell this story a couple times where I was at work. I was working down there, and um, we were going for lunch, and it was a pizza hut. And back in the day when they had the personal pan pizzas, mm-hmm. and um, everyone was ordering personal pan pizzas, you know, and we had, you know, so many people. I'm like, well, why don't we just put our money together and get a couple pies, you know, saying we'll have more pizza. And he was like, looked at the girl who was taking everybody's order, looked at me, and she just with the stupid look and just kept going. And I'm like, why don't we get a couple pies? And she's like, pizza ain't got pies. 
I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck you talking about pizza ain't got pies? That's their business. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo. Oh, and she was like, they don't call pizza pies down there. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a New York term. They don't call pizza pies. And I'm like, well, what do y'all call it? We call it pizza. And as they say they call it pizza. They don't like we just call it a pie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that down there. Dumbasses. <laughs> shame on them. Shame on shame. them. Shame. First shame. Shame on them. But um Drink. I guess New York's the only place to call soda soda. Pop. 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 Yeah, pop. Pop in Ohio. Everybody else is pop. Yep. PA in uh, Ohio call it pop. Um uh I wanted to bring up something um bizarre. And I want to know if you guys have heard about this. Because there's a lot of things going on during COVID that were kind of bizarre that we would never really heard about. Like the uh I forgot what country it was where the the monkey stole some COVID lace blood. And jet it with it. A monkey. One of the wild monkeys stole some uh, vials of COVID. And they had a picture of the monkey sitting in the tree holding these vials. <laughs> was that outbreak too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's Jimmy like, turn of the but monkey. just recently, I don't know if you guys saw uh, last year, uh, some leaked video came out about a UFO from some military flight. Mm-hmm. Saw some thing that was doing crazy amount of speed, some triangle type ship flying and they were trying to catch up with it and it just disappeared now recently the government has now come out and said yeah the pentagon said yeah we don't know what that was yeah we don't know what it was um and the reason they're not calling it a ufo they're calling it a unidentified aerial phenomenon Mm. It's not a UFO anymore. That's a yeah. UFO. UA, yeah. UAF? UAP. I guess it was UAP. not a phenomenon. Fly- it was not a flying yeah, object. Yeah. And the Navy came out, and these pilots test, uh, gave interviews, and they were like, yeah, we haven't, we've seen some weird stuff, but it could be explained, but we have no explanation for this thing. The That's rate of speed. official statement? From- yeah. We, the rate of speed, and there's a video, you can see the video, the speed this thing was going and its maneuverability where they just went going one way and then darted that way. Mm-hmm. You know? and these guys were like, on, the, on the, the video, were like, what the hell is this thing? I mean, we can't, we're, we're doing Mach 4 or whatever, and we yeah. can't catch up to it. Mm. And it's moving, it's not moving like any no cra- craft. aircraft yeah. moves, and it's just darting around. And now, just recently, as of uh, April 29th, the Pentagon officially released UFO videos, and that's where they said, this is an uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. We have no idea what this thing is. That's crazy. So now, have we been visited or are we being visited now? Is, is, is it coming now where we're going to have like an Independence Day type thing? We're sitting outside and all of a sudden this fucking craft just hovers over. I was on yesterday too, right? Independence Day. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. That's weird, right? You I know, don't you, know. you hear about these things, oh, and the government comes out and says, "Yeah, that was a weather balloon," or "Yeah, it's probably some this." Or it has some way of explaining it, it to now, confirm yeah. that it's not, it's of this world. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, there's something, and they're like, "Well, we don't know what it is," and it gets really no airtime mm. other than a blurb on CNN and on their website, and you don't hear it on any that many other uh, cable news networks that. All right, there's a, a confirmed UFO that nobody's now talking about. Yeah, I believe that it's it's crazy to believe that we're the only intelligent life form out there in all the 
vastness of space. The known galaxies. So, the known galaxies. So I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. And didn't hear anything about it. What about you guys? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about it. Um, it's kind of kind of arrogant of human beings to think we're all alone in this universe. Exactly but, uh, right. Yeah. You know. What would be your first reaction if you saw that we had an Independence Day type fucking greeting where I would jump <laughs> this in, thing just come out of the clouds? <clears throat> I would jump in my Millennium Falcon and I would take action. Really, <laughs> <laughs> really Chewy, you would? Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, n- I never thought that deep into it. I, I, Stop staring at me. I'll have to come back with an answer next week or, or next time we drop a podcast with a better. Uh, now I got time to think about it. Well, I mean, it's just like weird with everything going on. These there's a lot of things that are happening. Like there was also uh, the vanishing of a known star that went totally under the radar. Where these astronomers were looking at this star for years, and then. They were like, where is it? It's gone now. And it was they're saying it's the only star that disappeared into what they think is a black hole but didn't go supernova or anything like that. Mm. It just gone. And that's a yeah, that's the thing we think about, you know, you see the big depth, you see all these constellations. What if one day you get up and there's no North Star anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean Would you miss it? It would be weird because it would be like I never look for the North Star. I'd never, never make have? it I'd never make it home. I never <laughs> Such you know what? I don't even know why I drunk. I apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. If the sun was gone, yeah, there'd be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the sun was I'll gone, yeah, the sun no sun. The sun and the moon. I, I live off the sun and the moon. Did someone come and turned off the sun? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah oh, Central Hudson. Fuck it with us again. Central Hudson. That's what happens when you don't pay your tithes. Well, the earth is flat. We don't have to worry about it. That's a whole another podcast i would like to talk about flat earthers flat earthers Kyrie Irving. yeah how they believe that the earth is only is flat and on a disc and some believe it's in a dome and like you know antarctic is the wall like in uh fucking game of thrones, game of thrones that wraps yeah. around the earth and all that and you know that shit that's yeah i mean it I until I see it, I don't believe it. You know, until there's literally an alien in front of me. By then, he's probably blasting me to death or or taking my head off. But until I actually see it, I don't believe it. Well, just get in your Millennium Falcon and fly away. I am. I am. Listen, I, mean, I have seen some crackhead aliens on TikTok. <laughs> That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a good point. There's a TikTok is showing a lot of aliens. That's a good point. Is everybody um, on TikTok here? Yeah. Yes. Is it, do you find it addictive? And 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 women. I don't know women, how to find women it to start off. Women that start off looking excuse, looking excuse like aliens and end up looking like uh, beauty pageant queens. Excuse me, I had to clear my throat because I was listening to Chris Reels bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. How do you sound? It's all good. <laughs> Let's start snapping sure, that'll, cool. be, that'll be edited <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that will be edited yeah, yeah. From, this, from this podcast I would be remiss to mention That um, <laughs> Lamont has not gone to the bathroom Since we started That's a good point Kudos to Lamont That's, That is uh, Kudos to Lamont That is a, But there is a large puddle Below his seat <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bucket there He's just pissing in constantly Oh man That's Shut awesome up. Hey, I mean, <laughs> this, we we don't want to be the death syndicate, but um, Black Rob, you know, yeah, since since yeah. Since, since our last podcast, he yeah, went, he went right after uh, yeah, 
DMX. Mm-hmm. Lost Black yeah. Rob and Shock and G. Shock G. Mm-hmm. Shock yes. G, the OG. The Did anybody OG. watch uh, DMX? Is that old? No. Yeah, yeah, I watched bro. some of it. Yeah, yeah that. So, yeah, that funeral was. Uh, they should have did two separate. They should have just did like a funeral, a home going, and then like a separate celebration concert because it was like six hours. Mm. And at the end, the lady was preaching about just going to get some chicken because <laughs> because it was so long. And then dude stepped up. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was his name again? You see at the end. Well, I think it was Jungle. Cause they cut him out the program. And he got he and, he was annoyed. And he's yeah, yeah. He jumped up. He started saying his yep. stuff, but mm-hmm. but he seemed like he was high. Uh, Faith Evans made a fool of herself with with her people singing songs and not they were knowing the lyrics like via Skype. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the dude, she passed the mic to do. He said, "What's the words?" No, <laughs> come on. No. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a couple um shoddy shoddy moments and. Uh, Shout out to the 17 kids that was on stage. Mm. He had 17 kids. They're like, oh, he's a Christian man. Woo! Yeah, be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there a uh, part in that where the actual pastor of the uh, thing uh, said something to somebody on stage or used language like disrespect? No, that was Jungle. No, he told told him there's order here. You know, basically go sit the fuck down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He told him to respect my house. So, So, like, um... First of all, rest in peace to all those that we lost, man. We lost so many. So rest yeah. in peace to Shock G, Black Rob, DMX, and all the others that we lost. Um, and just reminds us all to, you know, appreciate every day that we wake up, we wake up to. Tomorrow's never promised. Um, th- I take exception. It, sound, it sounds like, um, you know, some of the things that you just mentioned knock out. I feel like people have a weird way of making these situations about them. And it's such a selfish act. Um, like everybody was getting on, everyone was getting on, um, Puff Daddy's case for accusing him of not being involved in Black Rob's life or not being there for him, stuff like that. One, he worked for him, but he's not. He was, he was his employee. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then I think it was Black Rob's either brother or someone who actually stood up and spoke on behalf of, of, uh, Puff Daddy and was like, listen, like he was there for him. Like contrary to what you guys are saying. You might feel like it wasn't enough, but I think he paid for the funeral services, which, you know, it's after the fact. But he said along the lines, like, Puff Daddy was always in communication and talking with him. Right, wrong, or indifferent. I, I'm not taking sides, but I'm just saying, like, 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 there's always these underlying things that, like, leave that alone, man. Like, just don't make it about yourself. Don't make it about anything other than, you know, mourning the loss or celebrating, you know, the afterlife of this person. And I think that um, too often, like, people just find a great uh, situation and try to make it about themselves. And it's, it's terrible. Yeah, you're right. It's like when you uh, ask somebody to silence their cell phone and they put it on vibrate. It just buzzes all podcasts long. I know. You guys are terrible. <laughs> you guys are terrible. What did, uh, <clears throat> what did uh, Black Rob die of? Did, do they know? Was I don't know. Like kidney <clears throat> like yeah. mm-hmm. Something like that. Because I know Shock G, they found him in a hotel room. They didn't say what. Yo, Shock G was room. like 60 or No, he was so almost 57 60. or something yeah, like that. He was, yeah, he was in his 50s, his mid 50s. 57. Yeah, he was, 57. Yeah. Yeah, he was close to 60. He's that old. I didn't either, man. The Humpty Dance is your, your chance, chance to do the hump. So, the, I mean, one of the good things about, uh, not good things, but one of the highlights of Shock G's death is that you got to see. A lot of Tupac 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he premiered, you mm-hmm. know, debuted um, with the Digital Underground. You know what I'm saying? That was yep. that was like still you could say, hey, that was my favorite Tupac verse. You know what I'm saying? That was True. the first first album he was on Wax. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, shout oh, out to Oh, now I pal around when yeah, I hang around with the underground. underground. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Tupac murdered that. Yeah, so same song. Oh, yeah, that was that was hot. Um, I gotta know. play that when I leave now. Do you? I do. Once again, making it about himself. <laughs> to hear what he's got to play. Now. Actually, I'm acknowledging Tupac, but okay. No, no we gotta hear what you got to play now. That's <laughs> all right. Man. You really are an a hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can say asshole. This is a adult podcast. Man, you really are a fucking asshole. Hey, damn, it's an art. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like a carry it like a black belt. My assholery belt. Anything else you'd like to talk about today? That was corny. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Go like this. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. Sweaty ass motherfucker. <laughs> 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 ding ding! Oh, yeah. Sounds like all the snapping has begun. The gloves are off. The gloves are off. Let's get into this. The gloves are off. Now we had talked about smoking. Yeah, and how many you smoke during the week? Yeah. Is there a time where you smoked in a crazy amount of cigars in one day? Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to ask earlier. I just thought I'd bring it up now. Absolutely. I remember that time when we were at your house. I think we smoked, uh, I don't know, six cigars oh, that night. Six or seven terrible cigars. Terrible Thompson cigars. Wow. Listen, me, me personally, I could tell you the first um, cigar fest I went to with you guys. And I came home with that bag of goodies. Oh, my goodness. I was chain smoking. from the. I mean, from the <laughs> time I got in my vehicle, I mean, I had probably five acid cigars because they was they was giving out the most you mm-hmm. know they had the separate tent where mm-hmm. they was just giving them away and um yeah i think i might have just chain smoked for like eight days straight mm. you know i just there was every everything you know was about smoking so i could i could say that that time was like you know i was i was addicted <laughs> you know what I'm I, I was addicted. <laughs> but, um. uh, me, me personally, like those cigar events. I mean, they that you want to talk about? You want to talk about like a, a catalyst? I mean, like you said, you come home with the bag of goodies, you load it up into your humidor, um, and it, it, like a kid in the candy store, and you just you just go nonstop. You, you load up your your travel humidor, and you just you go nonstop smoking. There was a day where um, I, I didn't have, like, any specific agenda, just different odds and ends. It was a beautiful day out. And um, running errands, smoking while I'm driving, um, coming coming back to the house, doing Mark's favorite pastime, doing some yard work. So I uh, lit up during that time. And at the end of the day, when you got to just settle down with the family, lit up another cigar, enjoy the day. By the time I went into the house, this changed, and I, I, I took everything out of my wa- my pocket, there must have been like seven different rings, <laughs> seven different rings of cigars. Because you didn't want a litter. Because I did not want a litter. You're right. I did not want a litter. But um, but yeah, that 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 that's when I was like, um, you probably need to um pace yourself and and do this in moderations. I, I think like cigar fest, yeah. cigar fest was the yeah for sure times when um I smoked the most uh because we we wake up. You know, mm-hmm. smoking, smoking. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, yeah. We stay there for the weekend, long weekend. Yep. Wake up smoking, 
finish that one, smoke another one, go to the events, smoking one or two at the <coughs> events. You know, not what only saying? are you smoking one or two, you're breathing everybody else's smoke. Yeah. Breathing yeah. everybody else's smoke in there. Come back to the place, go back out yeah. to another event, smoking more. I I know you were were there, so I know you'll remember this, but I I'm pretty sure you were there, but I'm not sure. I think I know what you're talking saying. about. But you guys remember the time we took the train down to like 34th Street? And this is before Disney took it over. This was the pre-Disney 34th Street, so you guys know what it was, Triple X all the way down. Mm-hmm. And we actually went into one of the Triple X places. Mm-hmm. And we went in and, and we're all smoking, and no one's telling us anything. They're like, you know, I, they're letting us smoke. It was like four or five of us. Do you remember this situation? I know. What you're talking about. I was just talking about that the other day. Really? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Nah, it's called I peep shows, there. right? Like this. Yeah, yeah. Triple X. You know, yeah, yeah. peep so shows. We just go to peep shows. So we went So we went to one, and what it is is like you're, you're you know, you're all you're surrounding this like circular stage. I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah I just, wasn't there, sinners. Oh my goodness, so, sinners! And I wasn't there either. So then our our your thing pops up, your border pops up, and you see the stage, and there's like seven or eight women. They're all naked. You know what I'm saying? And um, and we're and we're just puffing away, and they're starting to get into their show, and they're like, oh no, you gotta get out of here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, listen, we paid our money. All this, we went through the entire yeah. place. We get to the actual show, and they tell us we can't I be in there. Shut up and show your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we That's thought we were false. How old we were? We were, we were like twenty, twenty-one. Yeah, they were like twenty years old, and um. Yeah, we go down on the train and we're smoking cigars in the peep show, mm-hmm. like sitting back like we was bosses. And they were like, "Ew, <laughs> those nice ladies, they mm-hmm. weren't having it. Though. They, they were not having it. it. They were like, they're like, get out. They were accountants. They were <laughs> <laughs> Working their way through school. <laughs> Incredible. I remember one time, talking about times we thought we were bosses. Uh, I think it was your bachelor party, Lamont, where we were walking through the casino. And mm-hmm. I think we were at the Bellagio. Atlantic City? Yeah. Yeah. There's two times. Well, I'm walking down. We're all, everybody's all dressed up. We think we're bad. I'm walking down, and these two girls on the side are like, hey, Poppy, how you doing? I was like, hey, girl. I started walking over to Lamar, grabbing. He goes, no, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. I was like, why? He was like, because they're going to charge you money. Yeah. I thought she liked me. And then, because we, we were looking for a bar, and this was the fucking funniest part of it. We're looking for a bar, and I got Mike G behind me, and we're walking. And I was like, "Oh, here's a bar," and we walk in. Me, and Mike G, and we go in, and we're looking around. Oh, and I look yes, back at the you window. They had a window like that, and I see all them standing there just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking around. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking around. And I was like, yeah. Yes. There ain't nothing but dudes in here. Yeah. So I, two hours later, it comes out. So after I got a few phone numbers, <laughs> all these dudes kept buying me drinks. I look at Mike. I look yeah. at Mike. I was like, Mike, this is a gay bar. He looks around. He's like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, let's go. Uh, you didn't really say let's go. I said, let's go in a few. <laughs> I said, let's go in a few. Let's go in a few minutes. There's a cute guy over there. Oh, my God. That was a fun weekend. That was a fun weekend. That was a fun weekend. weekend. Remember that time I had my arms around that guy next to me in the bus? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on the jitney. Yeah, on the, the jitney. Yep. We was riding the jitney around, you know, and uh, <laughs> it was crowded in there. Yeah, it was. And uh, this, this little uh, dude was sitting in the bus and... Uh, you know, we're all in there. You do what we do, snapping and stuff. And 
Chris is just sitting back in the back of the bus, like chilling, but he got his arm around this dude. Like, we're just like, yo, you know him? <laughs> and the worst part is I didn't even realize I was doing it. But then when I realized I'm doing it, I'm realizing that the, the dude is just, he's not making a comment or anything. He's just got his head down and just waiting <laughs> he so, to get off. He looked so scared. <laughs> he did look He was scared. He was, scared. Yeah, he was like, he was like what's up? You getting off. <laughs> Chris talked to him like, he said, you have a you, good time tonight? You're coming with me. Yo, young <laughs> fella. Oh man, that was the best. That was. We were best. leaving the hotel room, going to go out. We had, we had been drinking like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember I brought that cooler, and this yeah. said you can't bring the cooler in. Yeah. So I had to go to the car. Kevin actually had a thermos bag. We threw everything in there and brought yep. it up. Mm-hmm. So we're walking. I had can't no, keep us down. No. <laughs> so I had a, a bottle of Johnny Walker Black, and Mike was like. Could I have some of that? So I had like a little cup. I was a reporter. He goes, no. He hands me an empty Heineken bottle. <laughs> yep. I was like, yep. you want me to fill it up? He's like, yeah. yeah. And I filled it up. We were in the hallway. By the time we got in the elevator down to the ground floor, he was done with it. Yeah. Just done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you drank all that already? Goes, yeah. Can I have some more? I was like, fuck. <laughs> Mike G gets it in. A certified chef, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, fuck. They don't God. mess around, man. Cook hard, drink harder. It's cigar times. Cigar Fest. We had a lot of a lot of great times at Cigar Fest. I mean, especially the first one. I mean, you talk about all the cigars. I remember that first time because I I was I didn't have a huge humidor, so I was normally buying a lot of cigars. But then going there and you dump that on you know on the mm-hmm. table and you yeah. look like holy shit! Look yep. at all this. Ooh, they got me a humidor. I can load, but I every day, mm-hmm. every day was a, mm-hmm. until it was all depleted and gone. I remember it was it like Ruben and Gus one year. Mm-hmm. They went, and I think it was like Cigar Fest was in May. Yeah. And what did we get? Like close to 100 cigars? Like, yeah. It was like, it was like yeah, probably more than that. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, more than that. Yeah, you get like You get 100. that humidor with the cigars. Yeah. It has like 20 in it. And then they give you yeah. the tickets for like, like the other 60, 60 cigars, 70 plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like 100 cigars. And I think it was like July. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know. I still got mad. She had left. How many of y'all got left? Me and Chris was like, yeah, none. Yep. None. Yep. Like a hundred sticks in like two months. That's when uh, Edwin with us. Mm-hmm. And he had his, he had the upgraded ticket. So he went <clears throat> early, early. And I remember, remember he came back. He was like, oh, there's too much smoke. Yeah. In there. He's sitting there laying over on the top AC. of the AC. Yeah. That's what I thought he was going to say earlier. <laughs> Yeah, he's laid over top of the AC trying to get some air. Yeah, he's never smoked like that before. No. He was like he was a casual smoker and Yeah, but he's also he was also a cigarette smoker. Yes. So that was yeah, a little so concerning. He's in, probably I was like, this, inhaling, this, yeah. dude, this dude's about to knock out. Definitely. You remember that time we went up to the uh what was that uh whiskey place that made the that whiskey up in New Pulse? Yes. We were in the car with Ed Tut- Tutton Hill, Tutton Hill, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Something like, yeah, yeah. See, he knows what I'm about to say because it was me, you, Kevin in the back, mm-hmm. him and Ed in the front. Ed was driving. Ed, Ed, Ed loves a good conversation. Mm-hmm. That's an understatement, mm-hmm. but he loves a good conversation. And you want to talk about the most realest thing I ever heard was it was all of a sudden Chris Turner. He goes, "God damn, Ed, you love to talk." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, this motherfucker don't shut up. He just talking nonstop if we got in the car. Oh, man. That wasn't nice of me. That wasn't nice. Yeah, he's, he's driving us around. I'm telling him he talks too much. That wasn't nice of me. Oh, 
funny. apologize, Ed. Oh, stop it. That was funny as fucking Ed. <laughs> He's like, I, I paid you to drive. <laughs> shut up and drive. Yeah, shut up and drive. <laughs> but the way he said he had his arm around the seat, too. Yeah. He had his arm around Ed. Damn, Ed, you love to fucking talk. <laughs> you ain't shut up since we got I always had my arm off. What is my deal? Remember, we used to look at pictures. He always had his arm around somebody's shoulder. Yeah. Like, yo, what's up with that arm? Why are yeah. you always touching somebody? I don't know. On a hug. I don't know. I got issues. You do. You do. That's another podcast. I love y'all. That's what I mean. It's just love. Come oh. close. Even if it's strangers. <laughs> strangers. He's sitting Sharing in the love. bus with his arm around some dude. <laughs> trying to snap on us. Oh, now, uh, question for you. We were talking about mm-hmm. what about drinking and stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> what is your go-to drink to break furniture? Um, <laughs> I stopped drinking it, but um, it, it was always it, it was always either Brugal, Dominican rum, or uh, oh, Hennessy. After I have some Hennessy, which I don't drink Hennessy at all anymore, and I, Brugal, I'll drink in moderations. Añejo, you got to get the aged stuff with the net on it. You don't want to get regular Brugal because it tastes terrible. But if you get it aged, it's fermented a little more, so it tastes a little better, a little smoother. That was my drink that would excite me, I guess. I so, so what song do you pair that drink with oh, to, to break to break, to, to break furniture? Any up because because there's been many many evenings that uh, <laughs> Chris has. You know, no lawn furniture, folding chairs, tables, yeah, uh, or office safe. chairs. Let's explain nothing, this to the yeah, nothing the safe mm-hmm. around Chris, including your your chest, if, yes. if it's close enough. You know, for him to reach and slap. Yeah. To the listeners who don't know, Chris has a history of when he gets drunk, likes to, and a certain song is playing, <laughs> or any song that that he likes will grab a piece of furniture and throw it. And break it. Yeah, break it. it's a good time. Just, just break it. Or if they're at a club and there's no furniture around, he would grab one of his friends and shove them. Oh, or pinch I'm, them. I'm sorry about or that. pinch them. It's good for pinching somebody. Slap that. you, slap you in the chest. You know what I'm saying? Punch like, yes. you or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we got in a few fights. I'm sorry about that. Because Chris would just shove you a hot song or come on like Annie up. You know, yeah. Bob, Bob, I mean, MOP. Yep. Or, you know, yep. something old school, Quiet Storm. Mm-hmm. And um, he would just shove you into someone, and then boom, fight would break out in the club. Well, there were, when, when you lived in Beacon, in the place in Beacon, he had a barbecue right before they moved. And I remember he threw two lawn chairs up on the garage roof, mm-hmm. and they were there when he left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up on for the like garage. two or three months after <laughs> yeah. after I left, they were still there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I get excited. I guess that's an understatement. You get excited. <laughs> it's an the vibe is good. You yeah. got good people around you. You're smoking cigars, you're drinking. I mean, the vibe is good, and you get excited over certain songs. Got to break something. Yeah. It's always fun to egg them on, too. I was like, you, you ain't going to break this. Watch this. Yes. Yes. Look, 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 look. look. He's about to break some equipment. You're about to throw somebody's chair. That's it right there. Yes. Wait, he didn't yell shots. When he yells shots, that stuff is getting thrown. Yo, remember when how people used to run from Chris? There was a time. They'd be like, yo, no, I don't want no more Bugal. You know, no, let's, you know. There was a time we were hanging with some of the younger kids. And one of them said to me, I can't fuck with real no yep. more. He's always drinking, making you drink that Brugal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't do it like that anymore, man. I've, I've settled down. I've settled down. I like to enjoy my beverages. We move. We move from Brugal to Mama Wana. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now he drinks a lot of bougie IPA, so that's kind of yeah. They're but it's calm down. pinky up. With they're pinky not up bougie. They're actually Somebody deli- they're delightful. Drinking hops. Oh, that's a bougie word. Delightful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not boo. I paired bougie, this delightful. I paired this adobo mm-hmm. with my IPA. <laughs> you guys are terrible. <laughs> that's all you need. That's what you need. IPA. <laughs> With the finest of meats from Sands Club for my burgers. <laughs> yeah. 90%. This is a <laughs> lean. <laughs> this is a 90% lean uh, hamburger That's paired with adobo <laughs> and goat milk IPA. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, can we tell that story when Chris was throwing up again? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. Tour. I was sick. I had COVID. <laughs> yeah, COVID. I had COVID back then. 2009. I was sick. I had COVID, motherfucker. COVID 09. COVID to the streets. COVID 09. <laughs> I think that the, the hot dog I ate prior to that oh, was tainted. Man. Tainted oh, me. Such good times. Yo, like who goes to a restaurant and order hot dogs? Yeah. Chris does. We weren't at a restaurant, we were at a bar inside the hotel. We were at shenanigans, wasn't we? No. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. When I did the tour? No, we. I had just we met you guys. just left shenanigans. Yeah. No, I had just met you guys at the hotel. And then we went to shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Shenanigans, we I didn't eat. No, We were driving I, home from shenanigans. I didn't get a hot dog. We all got the chicken fingers. Oh, we got chicken fingers. Got I didn't throw up that, so shut up. Shout out to shenanigans in Pennsylvania. Stop being so angry. I didn't throw up. Fuck y'all. You're tooring all over the podcast. <laughs> we got to do shout outs to any place in Pennsylvania. Um, I just, I'd like to give a shout out to the Pleasure Dome. Beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> gotta beat that out. Beep. I, I'll be back soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed you last year. <laughs> no, man. What happened was. Are they having a cigar fest this year? If you guys don't know the Pleasure Dome, October, it, is, it is a great. They're honoring um, your tickets? I don't know Restaurant. what Restaurant. It's a gentleman, <laughs> just, just gentleman right. establishment. So. I'm just trying to explain to the... Actually, I, I got the refund. I got to give you money back. I don't think you do. I don't even know at this point. I don't remember what we did. Yeah. I can't remember. But Because uh, I owed you for the tickets, but we... So I had gotten the, room. the, I got yeah. the rooms. I got, yeah. I got they, the... Yeah. Are they honoring the tickets, or you got to go through the whole thing? Uh, probably because they gave me my money back, so I might have to All go right. through the whole thing. Good. Maybe I can get a ticket this year. I'm not sure. My money gun is... um. Your money, <laughs> my money, my money gun is dry. <laughs> it, needs, it, needs, it needs some lubrication. That might have been one of the most funniest moments, man. Me and Knockout was in the garage getting wasted, wasted. Breaking chairs. And break, we didn't, I don't know if we broke something. Might, I might do you, something. Yeah, you probably I broke a chair. I didn't break anything. Uh, but um, uh, Lamont is um mm-hmm. going to the bathroom, and this is over in a few minutes. He couldn't wait. Little tiny kid bladder. Yeah, but Actually, hey, no, this is impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. This is impressive. Credit to him. He's a big boy. But um, so yeah, yeah. So we're so we're in the garage, and um, um, one of us decides to say, "Hey, look, when next time we go to Pleasure Dome, we should have um, money guns." And um, and I, it, it was just a suggestion. In like thirty seconds, Knockout has it pulled up on the website, and he's like. Here they go. They only cost this much. I'm going to get us two. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> they delivered them in 15 minutes. Yeah, shout out to Amazon. <laughs> so not only did it escalate the event at Cigar Fest, but it also um, just escalated our evening because now we're super excited. We, we we vowed not to tell anyone till the night of. Um, and so now we're drinking even more aggressively. So 
I don't think I woke up the next day to like 12, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I left your house at like 6 a.m. No, seriously. We were there all night getting wasted. Well, in the garage, there's no time. There's, there's no, no time. time there's space no sun. In there. he, no, he's no, removed the sun from yeah. the garage. <laughs> you don't. You have no concept of time in that garage. Oh, man. I kid you not. Why is the table vibrating? No reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> no reason at all. There was oh, one time we time. were in his garage and... Uh, he had his neighbor over. Oh, that doing, was the best. They were doing shotguns. That was the best. <laughs> this motherfucker pokes the hole in the can, opens it, and while it tilts his head, and all the beer is just pouring out the top. <laughs> That's when we were jamming out to, um, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And just spills beer all down on the side of him. The best, he the was shit faced when I got there. The best part about He's it. Being a Kevin. My, my neighbor. <laughs> My neighbor, you know, he, he likes to say when, when you're drinking and having a good time listening to music, he likes to call it raging. So he's like, um, so he's like, yeah, man, let's rage. So we're drinking beers, listening to music, we're bugging out, whatever. And um, he steps away. And he steps away. And, and I notice him. I look, and he's on the phone. He's on the phone with his wife. And, he, and so casually, he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just at Chris's house in the garage. We're just raging. I was like, what? Just raging. It was just just, a, just, just breaking furniture. Yeah, just the most casual thing ever. We're just raging. Oh, yeah. He, you were drunk. When I got there, I mean, you had been. Yeah, stop bringing up my it. shit. I'm gonna start. You know, I have a whole encyclopedia of your. Tell bullshit. a story. Yeah, tell a story. Why are you holding back? Because man, I feel there's like there's nothing. There's no holes bar here. Keep putting me on blast. Blast. Yeah, I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hug total strangers on the cheeks. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I need love. Do you? Do you? LL. Yup. Speaking of which, um. Uh, who's my man? He used to be the Chicago uh, Bears player who does um, all those random skits on uh, social media now. Mike Dicker? Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, what's, the, uh, what's his name? He does uh, the basketball. Spice Adams. Spice, Spice Adams. Adams. Spice yeah. Adams. Hilarious. He needs like his own sitcom. So he actually does um, I Need Love in the form of like um, um, <laughs> poetry. It is the most funniest shit, man. You guys got to pull that up. I feel like I need to pull that up right now. Can you recite it for us? Ah, he's like, when I'm alone in my room, <laughs> sometimes I stare at the wall <laughs> and in the back, way back Preach. of my mind, Preach. I hear my conscious call. Amen, brother. Telling me I need a girl who's, who's as sweet as a dove. dove. Exactly. <laughs> see? See? That's exactly. Yo, it's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Shout out to Spice Adams. He's hilarious. Yeah, his... I, I think I found him accidentally. He was doing that basketball thing where he, oh, oh the best. man, cream bigums, cream, 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 creamy bigums, yeah, big cream bigums. Yeah. But I think I said it to him. I was like, "That's you on the loopers." <laughs> <laughs> he laughed a little too hard right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little too hard. Out of visual. <laughs> I don't wear my pants that tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> creamy bigums. Well, this was fun, guys. Anything else? Any other knockout? You want to talk about uh, New Pulse or, or you want to oh, save that for... gracious. <laughs> what part? The good parts or the bad parts? Well, the, or, good I mean, parts, all... the good parts was... So there was a spell when 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 Lamont <laughs> first relocated to North Carolina uh-huh. for a little while. Um, 
Dark like, times. Yeah, it was dark times. It was dark times in Dutchess County. It really was. We were lost. My mom was gone. But Knockout and I found each other. So <laughs> in those dark times, yeah, we found yeah. each other. We said, Did you what are we going to do? No, we, we said, we said yeah, what are we going to do? Yep. We, got, we got to keep this going. Yeah, Lamont we, is gone. He was, yeah. he was our link. Well, but, but we were riding. We was going to Newport. We was going to Brewster. We was just riding. We was going everywhere. And we was having a blast, man, going to different Bars, clubs, just chilling. You know Got saying? any good stories? Chris, Chris was the dude with the gold Camry with the rim. Yes. What, what was this? Oh, that was probably like 17s yeah, back yeah, then, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big kept, rims. I, I like kept, kept clean, clean though. Kept yeah. clean. That car was notorious for riding the wrong way on the throughway. Uh-huh. Why do you? <laughs> my bullshit. How do you keep bringing up my bullshit? Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I'll stop. Well, wait. When, when did that happen? When I had to drive. Oh, you drove my, it was stick. You can't drive stick. Yeah, asshole. But at that time, I had two cars that were standard. Why are you so aggressive? I'm sorry. Butthole. <laughs> Is that better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, oh, we going home. It was like, Chris, Chris. No, no, no. That's that's the offer. Chris, Chris, get out. A lot of trips. A lot of trips in Newport. That was like, Newport was the thing. when We lived in Beacon. We was like. Newport is 15 minutes away. Yeah, it wasn't even you know yet. It was, I mean, it was like technically 22 miles, yeah, but, but um, you know, when, when, when Reels or Dome was doing, <laughs> was driving, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in the MPV, yeah. it was it was 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times out finish, there. Finish a bottle of Brugal by the time we get there, forget it. Oh, man. I remember, I think it was New Year's. Was it New Year's? I had to pick up Quest. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, yeah. it was. We were, going, we were going to the white girl's house. Shout out to Yeah, you guys were already there. It was just me yeah. and Quest in the car. Yep. You was like, go, pick up Quest. Bring him up to the white girl's house. Yep. I was like, all right. I was like, where's he at? He's going to meet you by his house. So I pick him up. Quest was shit-faced. He was fucked up. Gets in the car. <laughs> He's got a 40. And we're drinking, playing music. <laughs> this is around 9-11. <laughs> He's like, yo. <laughs> you heard about 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 no one had it. Who would oh, not? Shit. Yeah, yeah. I looked over at him. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yo, that's some whack. That's some fucked up shit, right? You know, a lot of people died, right?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Really? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Uh, do tell, do tell, yo. They flew some planes in that shit. How you do that shit? How somebody fly?" <laughs> <laughs> a plane A plane I was like really uh, A plane we're not, we're not making Light of 9-11 We're not making, making light, light of, the- light of uh, Danny G Yeah for sure <laughs> and, uh, and at least he was At least he was Semi-coherent And he could actually Finish sentences Because by the end of the night Ooh. No that ended By the end of that ride Because he was drinking A 40 while I was driving him. Yeah. Yep. So by the time We got to the house He was just Inaudible I thought he was like deaf because he was doing sign language with his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't saying a word. He was just making facial expressions. Oh, poor guy. Most of the night. Poor guy. Good poor time. Bears fan. Good times. Poor Good. Bears fan. <laughs> oh, he's a Bears fan too? I remember me and Mont used to go to his house on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, like it was a club night. And we used to get hammered at his house. Hammered. hammered. And I remember I got so wasted. Mom had to bring me to the um, my girlfriend at the time's house, and I was so bad. Like I was literally like I was acting like I was good, and I'm trying to dance to music and everything. And I try to reach for the wall. I'm like I I I don't even know where I'm at. I'm losing my space. I thought I I leaned back where I thought the wall was right behind me. I actually flew back. I thought I put a hole in the wall. I smacked that wall so hard. 
So then Lamont's like, yo, I'm, I'm going to bring you home. I'm going to bring you home. He brought you to Jessica's house? He, <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Beale. Jessica <laughs> Beale. Yeah. He had to, he had literally had to carry me. Like, he, like, I was, I was not going to make it. Oh, yeah, you was fucked. We've all had the opportunity to deal with you when you're like that. Good times. And you too. Man. What? Next podcast, I'm, I'm bringing up all your dirt. All your no, dirt. No, no, I remember all right, fine. Fine. Next podcast. Right, you know what? No, hell I ain't no. bringing up hell no dirt. Wait, I bring up one story. Can I, I'm, I'm going to bring up one. I'm going to bring up. Thank I'm, you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to bring up the time you you smacked the leprechaun. Oh, my God. It, that was over a turf war? That was not a turf war. <laughs> he was on my turf. So to put in perspective for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's talking about when you smacked the chief of police. Oh. oh. <laughs> Nah, nah, I wasn't nah, gonna bring nah. that up. My bad, my bad. Damn. Keep going. Keep right, going. Go, go back to your story. Is he chief now? <laughs> Before you get arrested, he's something like that. God damn, Chris. Yeah. Shout out. All right, go ahead. No, shout out. Story. Shout out to Delete JW. That, mute that part. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that part. Put some music up there. No, he wasn't in law enforcement at the time. He was many, many years prior to. Yeah. My bad. It was at your girlfriend's house that all that ruckus and mayhem started. Yes. Um, see? Where were you, where where were you going? You was you was talking about another smacking episode. I'm, so leprechaun, he said I smacked. So I was walking to church, and Chris was like, "Yo, uh, <laughs> you were coming from confirmation." Yeah, yeah I, was, I was going to church, and Chris was like, "Yo, walk Bible me down study. Work me down Main Street," and then we see uh, Cyrus. Shout out to Cyrus, and Cyrus is like arguing with like this car full of dudes. And I don't know. I guess they were from out of town. And you know the whole thing back then. You know, we were from out of town. Turf you know, wars. There was like some old turf war stuff. Like stupid. Like we were the outsiders. But um, so the the most vocal one was this one kid who's probably probably like five foot two, and I'm giving him a few inches, and he's just going, going, going. And I and I know when like I know Chris was something's about to happen because what Chris does, he gives you a look, and then he starts walking sideways. Not forward, not back, just sideways. So I know he's looking for the angle. So the kid's running his mouth. He's talking about he'll body us. He's talking about he'll bring his, his whole crew. Um, we don't want nothing. And, and you know, we're kind of mouthing off to him. And we weren't taking him seriously, but Chris felt he needed to end this guy's rant. So while this guy's talking, this guy, all you see is this hand. All you see is this hand just come from nowhere, like, just coming, and all of a sudden the kid's face is gone, and it, now it's a hand in his face. The kid takes flight; he's up in the air, like his entire body is levitated, and he just falls gracefully on his back, and he's not moving. I, I, I said, Chris, you killed him. That was my Southern Crane style. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Chris, you just killed him, beat and I'll uh, beat you like the child you are. <laughs> so his other two men's come and um, they're not re- they're not so vocal anymore. It ended the argument. right? It did end the argument. It did. It did. And um and they carried him into the vehicle and and I went to church and I prayed to watch <laughs> over Chris because he's a he's the devil. He that prayed a, for my sins. Yep. Oh, that was a good time. That was the nicest narration of violence I've ever. Heard. <laughs> He did put like a we, Bob Ross thing on it. Like we oh, decided to end his rant. It was a, it was a very caring smack. It was a very loving, caring smack. He caressed his face while yeah. the, the gentleman. I fell. think I heard you say, "I think you need some rest." <laughs> he told him, "Go to sleep, sir." Yes. Oh, I'm gonna save that one. What? 
Huh? What? The Newberg one? What Newberg? You're one? down. You're down. I hit you. <laughs> <laughs> right? I remember this. I remember this. That was we was there that night. He didn't know he that was, was knocked um, out. It was somebody's bachelor party, and me and you went to the us. Uh, no. Uh, no, that's another one. That's actually when we really got it in. That was Chris's bachelor party. Yes. You guys went to um, the we strip club. We went to the strip club yeah, to try to meet you guys, y'all. You guys are perfect. And um, remember we was driving around. We was like, yo, where they at? And they was back at uh, at uh, Front that, Street fighting. That was a tussle. That was a tussle. That um, was all brought on. We were ready to leave. We were yeah. by the cars. We're, he was literally, we're literally, no, we're in the car. You're thanking me for the night, whatever. We see Thone. They you saw somebody carrying them out above the yep. bouncers carried above yep. their head. They used his head. They used his head to push the doors open and just threw him out. But then once they threw him out, his um the, the guys that he was uh, fighting with followed him and they were just laying on Thorn. So we jumped out and we started doing stuff. That that was a melee. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but the, the, but my favorite one was the one where um where uh, we're hanging out, having a good time. Shout out to Alfredo. He was there with um his his uh oh. wife at the time. <laughs> and uh, we, we get into an altercation in Front Street. And during that altercation, Chris decides to swing and punch Jasmine in the face. She was pregnant. And she was pregnant. <laughs> yes. That Decide- was an accident. So, he, so Chris, for the record, punched. No, no. Pregnant- no clarify, because... Lamont was choking this motherfucker like a yes. serial killer. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 Lamont had this motherfucker. I don't even know how that happened. Just choking the shit out of him. I couldn't reach him. I went to go grab him. There was people in front of me. And when I reached out, all I had was his throat. And I just closed in with both hands. He wasn't even like, like, you know how somebody grabs your throat, you grab their hands and you try to hit him. That motherfucker was all like splayed like Christ. And Lamont's just choking him. And he went down to his knees. And I'm like. Like Darth Vader, like Darth Vader. Die. So he had, but his head was still up. I was like, "This is a great opportunity." Mm-hmm. So I swung back, and Jasmine was standing to my right. And mm-hmm. as I came across, it just clipped her right on the jaw. Yeah, and she was like, wow. "Oh!" I was like, "Oh fuck, that's terrible!" Wow. Yeah, so then, so good. fast forward, they, we end, the ruckus goes outside, and you know, there's all this melee. So Chris runs up on this one dude, and he gives him like the hardest punch ever. Pow. And the, the guy just takes it. And he the guy literally says, did you just hit me? And Chris <laughs> says, you're down. You're done. I just hit you. <laughs> I was like. He didn't, that's how hard I hit and him. That's he didn't what, know he was knocked out. And that's when I knew our reign was over. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, you just I'll, swing on me, bro. <laughs> he really said, did you just hit me? <laughs> I'll play myself right now. Because there was one fight there. And. We didn't really get anything. I think it was Where with Domas again. And uh, oh, yeah. one of the bouncers, big white dude, was like, you guys better get that out of here before you get locked up or get fucked up. I said, what, are you talking shit? You want to fight? He goes, yeah, I'll fight you. And when I saw how big he was, I said, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put my hand on I was like, give me five. I'm just fucking with you. I gave him a hug and walked away. I was like, that motherfucker was big. He was about like 6'4", 300 and some odd pounds. I was like, mm. fuck. Well, this was fun, guys. We can we can do a whole podcast now. on fights. Yes, that's a whole other podcast, and that's what we should do. Just our, our young, because I'm too old to be fighting right now. Yeah, yeah. can't do too that old. Shit. I got well, one, oh, I got one good swing in me. <laughs> saving it, <laughs> saving it, saving it for a good fight for rescuing my family. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> alien invasion. <laughs> one, one, one punch until you find your burner. <laughs> until I find the burner. Yeah, that's it. I'm saving that one punch for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be good then. Well, thank you guys again for letting us have this podcast here at your establishment. Uh, once again, we are on location at the Big Ash Cigar Lounge with the uh, two owners, Mark Morgan, a.k.a. Knockout, and Lamont Pearson, Big Booty. Ah, big Booty. What's your a.k.a.? I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. I'm old. Uh, big Daddy Booty Knocker. <laughs> self proclaimed, self proclaimed big baddie booty knocker, Monster Domus, aka Monster Domus, and with uh, Chris Andrade, aka Chris Reels, aka Dismal, and I am <laughs> why, yo, that was why? his DJ name, Dismal. <laughs> that was his first DJ name, Dismal, because he was a, it was a dark time for him. Dark time. Very dark time. Couldn't get no gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Dismal time. Just playing sad music. My speakers were busted. Playing sad songs at at parties. (laughs) (laughs) Hire DJ Dismal. DJ funerals. For your wakes and funerals. (laughs) Come on, Mike. Hello, this is Dismal. Are you guys ready to have fun? (laughs) Sorry for your loss. (laughs) (laughs) That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> so we thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you're ever in the Hopewell area here in Hopewell, New York, please stop by the Big Ass Cigar Lounge for some good smoke and great conversation. And once again, we thank you. And you guys have a good weekend and week. Until next time, peace out. Doses. Hey. Cheers. That's Cheers. Right. Shots. 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 <laughs> <laughs>